What's good, everybody? Welcome to episode 69 of the Speak My Peace podcast. Like we always do about this time, I do want to thank you, my listeners, for tuning in to the Speak My Peace podcast, whether it's your first time, second time, uh, third time, whatever the frequency may be. I definitely appreciate you deciding to, to press play on the Speak My Peace podcast. Um, this is not your first time. I am definitely am grateful um, that whatever I've done to retain your listenership, I, I am grateful of that. Also, I hope that this episode is is reaching all my listeners in good health um i hope that you're still taking the 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 proper precaution to protect yourself and your loved ones um as we continue to battle this coronavirus i know that that statement and that saying may be played out or or maybe cliche and you may be tired of hearing that but i'm going to continue to start the podcast with that message because that is important as we continue to battle this as people continue to lose loved ones as, as people health diminish and in the in there on the, on these beds and in these icus fighting for their lives as we continue to battle this uh this global health pandemic i hope that you all are still taking the the right precautions to protect yourself and your loved ones because that is what's most important uh right now now to start the podcast off i do want to shout out my younger sister and her husband, who just got married this past weekend, um, it's definitely a, a great experience. I, I've been a part of marriages, um, not marriages. I haven't been a part of them, but I've been to my fair share of marriages in the past uh, 27 years of my life. And this one was a little different just because it was one of my siblings, uh, not the first of my siblings to get married, but the second. But this was the first of my younger siblings to get married, so that was definitely an experience in itself. I personally am happy for her uh, and her new husband. I think the one, like, I know people like to get emotional when, when things like this happen. I didn't get too emotional. I'm just happy, and you just have to take my word for it um, without me just uh, sounding excited in this podcast because I know I don't sound excited, but I am. Um, so you just have to take my word for how exciting and how happy I am for her and for them and for their union. But aside from that, I think the one just main takeaway that I had, the one just thing that played in the back of my mind as this wedding was going on and as a wedding included, like, damn, that is one sibling of mine who don't have the same last name as me anymore. And that was like the weird part about it. Um, you go through most of your life, you know, knowing someone or addressing someone as a certain name and it's just like a, a union happened and then that last name changes whether they decide to to take on the last name of their significant other or they decide to hyphenate no matter what there's like a change within that name and that is a bigger topic that i'm definitely going to get in my next just forewarning my next episode is definitely going to be a great episode um but Take it back what I was speaking about. Uh, 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 that was just probably just a one weird thing for me just to have a sibling um, name change because of the standards here in America. For some reason, the only person who name changes when a union happened is a woman. And so that was just a one weird thing for me. But besides all that, and I, I'm very happy for them in the union and I, and I wish them many blessings and I missed, wish them longevity. Uh, 
in their union in their marriage um so once again shout out to to y'all too i'm not gonna say your name i don't need to um y'all know who y'all are um i love y'all and again many blessings to y'all as y'all embark on this lifelong journey <clears throat> my weekend um that was i guess that was was that the conclusion no that was saturday i forget why i did sunday for some reason um that wasn't a conclusion of my weekend but that was a height of my weekend another great thing that happened to me this past weekend um Prior to going to the wedding, I had to get my car washed. And the reason why I'm bringing up this car wash, because this experience was different from any other previous experiences. And I was just so overwhelmed with joy with my experience during this car wash that I I had to share this with you all. I wasn't going to share it on social media, but I just decided against it and I didn't feel like it, which I probably need to just so I can shout out the company. But... The reason why I wanted to to speak about this car wash specifically is because I went to get my car washed this weekend and I drove 15 minutes away from where I, from where I live to go get my car wash because I know that recently there was a black owned car wash that opened up by my childhood home right around the corner from my childhood home. Um, shout out to the Compton Express Car Wash. I hope I'm not getting their name wrong, but I believe that's their name. Uh, Compton Express Car Wash located on... Um, Palmer and Long Beach Boulevard right on the east side but um for those of you who don't know and I don't remember if I spoke about it in this podcast I know I spoke about it in another podcast I got into a car crash uh almost this time last year in in September and around the time that I got into a car crash I literally have been like without a car like I've been renting cars and and doing whatever I can um just so I can have a mode of transportation since September because my car was totaled and obviously if I don't have I don't own a car I don't need to wash my car um and I don't do other maintenance that you would do when you own a car when you're renting or versus renting a car and so within that time of me getting in a car crash and me not having a car me finding out my car was totaled to me you know purchasing another vehicle there was a, a black owned car wash that opened up around the corner from my childhood at home and obviously, I didn't have a car, so I had no reason to be going over there. I could have went with a with a rental car, but I didn't. Um, but anyways, I had no reason to go over there to that car wash. And so, I had just got a, a new car, and this was the first wash of me getting a new car. So, I said, okay, you know, I've been wanting to go do this since I've heard that they opened, but I haven't, haven't had a reason to go. Now, I have a reason to go. And despite it being 15 minutes away from where I live now... I still decided to, to go to this car wash and to support this black owned business because I've been meaning to do it. There's probably hundreds of car washes between my house and, and Compton that I could have went to instead of going there. Um, but because I know that this was black owned, I know the state we in, I know the importance. And I'm not just saying, I'm not just the person that's going to uh, support black owned businesses because of the state that we're in now. I, I always try to do that um, when I travel, make sure that I eat at black owned restaurants <clears throat> and make sure that I support uh my main consumption of media is is music, make sure I support uh independent artists, make sure I support uh labels that are ran by by black owned um executives and, and things like that. Many other things I do to support black people, but this was one of the instances where I could have went somewhere else and I knew that there was another option to support a black owned business, so I decided to do that. 
And so just getting into my experience, I arrived at the um, car wash and it was packed. And I don't know that if it, if it was packed because of the state where we're in and people are just discovering black people. And so now they want to like just go all out. And, and, and I'm not against that, but obviously there's like something to be said about people just discovering black people um, are in this country and that black people matter. Um, so I'm not sure if that's the reason why or if that's just how this car wash is. But this car wash was packed. And so I got there. And it was a long line outside of the facility just to either to even to, to get in line of the car wash. And for those of you who don't know, to give everything in perspective, this past weekend in California was hot as hell. Like in Compton, the the temperature was like 102 degrees. And that is not normal, even though Cali- we know we get a lot of sunshine in Southern California and things like that. Um, 102 degrees in Compton is not normal. Um, and that was the case all over Southern California. Like it was really hot this past weekend. And so I was sitting in my car, baking in my car while I was waiting for this car wash and never, not once did I ever think that, you know, maybe I should do this another day just because I was overwhelmed by the support that this black owned business was getting. Aside from that, just to set the scene, like when I first arrived, there was a young kid there who I presumed to be related to the owner of the car wash. This is me knowing that it was a black owned car wash. There was a young kid there who was directing traffic of people who was coming in and out of the car wash, who was also going. Um, he was also, you know, helping people pay for the car wash and things like that. Um, it's an automatic car wash, but it's like free vacuum and things like that. So obviously you have to go through the car wash. And so he was directing the traffic of people going into the car wash. He was helping people pay for the car wash and things like that. And so th- that was just a young a young black kid. He looked like he could have been no older than maybe 14 years old. And it was a, it was it was a, like dope for me to see. And then I also seen a young uh black woman out there. So I assumed them to either be related or just an employee. Um and then I saw someone who I assumed to be the owner, which was this black man who was out, you know, assisting people as well on the ground because as I said, there's like free vacuums and things like that. So he was I saw him having conversations and to me he appeared to be the owner of the car wash. And I also saw when they first opened the car wash um who the owner was and he even though I didn't have a a a, a great recollection of what that man's face looked like, I had somewhat of a recollection of what he looked like. So I, I presumed this man to be the owner of the car wash. And mind you, the reason why I gave you the 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 backstory of just how hot it was in, in Compton was because this man was not only you know going from car to car talking to people and 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 and, and also you know administering the, the social distancing, like only going up to people car windows and, and standing feet away from the car windows while he was having a conversation with people. Obviously, everyone who was working uh, for the car wash company had face masks on and things like that. But he was also, you know, going out of his way to bring waters to people who were working, uh, people who were waiting in line at this car wash. And that was just something that I don't know too many car washes that would do that. But this is why I wanted to share this experience because I was overwhelmed with just how happy I was to see not only people supporting this black owned business, but also just just black owned business. Or, and then an employees and the owner going out of their way to to do things that you won't see for too many. Like I could have went to a chain car wash and I don't know that if there was a line at these chain car wash 
that somebody was going to be out there, you know, having a conversation with people waiting in line or, or giving water bottles to people that was waiting in line because they understood how hot it was. I don't know that I would have seen an owner on the grounds of this car wash, you know, having conversations and assisting people and assisting employees and things like that. I don't know that we would have seen that. And, and, and to play devil's advocate, you could say that because this car wash is a, is a, it's a small car wash and, and where it's at, he may have the ability to do that opposed to the owner of a chain uh, car wash. And I agree to that. But that that personable experience is what is what drives the retention of services. That's the reason why I have no problem going back to Compton, even though I live 10 to 15 minutes away from Compton to get my car wash, because that was my first experience. And that experience alone is going to let me know that my dollar when I when I when I spend my dollar there, that is actually being appreciated and that is actually being valued. And I'm the type of person I know a lot of car washes they, they do that now to where they, they have services where it's like monthly services where you pay like a, a, a fee, a monthly fee, and you can get unlimited car washes within that time. I've never done that. But because I was just so happy and so grateful and, and so overjoyed with this experience. I signed up for a damn subscription service for this car wash to get unlimited car washes. And I had no hesitation in doing that. But I had in the, in previous times, this offer has been uh, this uh, offer has been presented to me and I hesitated and I've never gone with it. Even though the car washes that I go to, I usually frequent them. And still with me doing that, no matter how frequent I went to them, no matter how often I went to them. I still never subscribed to that monthly service, but for this I did. And he, the the owner, once he found out that I, because um, it was his son who handled signing me up for the monthly service, whatever the case may be. And once he found out that I signed up for, you know, he walked past my window, and said, "I appreciate you." And that right there was like that experience is is the reason why I go out of my way to support black owned businesses. And if you don't, you should because you would probably have the same experience because that is that experience that I that I had is the 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 core of who black people are and the reason why you should support black people like the main reason why black businesses is, is don't get supported and I spoke about it in previous episodes and I'm gonna continue to speak about it is people think that because a, a company is black owned or ran by black people that it's lesser than and it's not that just mean that they have lesser resources and that mean they have less support because their only target audience are not their only target audience. Their consumers are mainly people who look like them because people who don't look like them are either afraid or don't value their services. So they don't go out of way to support them. So this is why we got to continue to support these black owned businesses. And this is the reason why they got to continue to drive awareness of these black owned businesses because they need our support. And they need that 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 uh, exposure. So once again, shout out to Compton Express Car Wash. And I hope that I'm not mispronouncing the name. I mean, I can't mispronounce the name because I feel like I'm saying every word correctly. Well, hopefully I'm not saying the incorrect name. But if I am, the, the car wash is located on Palmer and Long Beach Boulevard on the east side of Compton. Once again, shout out to Compton uh, Express Car Wash. Now, as we are recapping the weekend and re- recapping the week, one of the biggest things I have to recap is I build up this whole damn episode in episode 68 of it being the anniversary of the Sleep One Piece podcast. And I shortly after releasing the episode found out that all that was a hoax. The reason why I say it was a hoax is because 
The Speak My Peace podcast first episode was not released on July 8th. The Speak My Peace podcast episode, or the Speak My Peace podcast was not um, thought of on July 8th. By the time July 8th had come around, we had already had a couple of episodes. And the reason why I came up with the date July 8th, I actually don't remember why I came up with the date July 8th. But in my calendar, in my MacBook, it says Speak My Peace podcast anniversary, July 8th. So I set that up. Soon after that, I found out that the anniversary was June 14th. And how I came to... No, 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 no. Soon after that, I thought that the date was June 8th. And so I thought that the reason why I came up with July 8th is just because I was off. And then I shortly found out that the date of the podcast first episode, the, the release date of the first episode of the Spring Up Peace podcast was not June 18th or was not June 8th. So when I found out I was wrong about that, I was even more pissed. For those of you who don't know, the actual anniversary of the Speak One Peace podcast is June 14th. That was the date that I released the first episode of the Speak One Peace podcast. The reason why all these dates are fluctuating and, and off is because for some reason, the date of... So when I record podcasts, I post them on SoundCloud. And from SoundCloud, they the RSS feed updates everything from Apple Podcasts to Google Podcasts to Spotify and everything else. And so when I first released this podcast, the podcast was released on, on SoundCloud and it was feed into Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. So on Apple Podcasts, it tells me that the first date that the, the podcast released was... No, no, no. On SoundCloud, it tells me that the first day that the podcast was released was June 8th. Apple Podcasts held me the same, and I don't know what Google Podcasts held me, but these dates fluctuate, and it was weird because I couldn't track down the actual date, and so how I figured out the actual date was I literally had to go into my uh, Instagram and go to my archives and figure out the first date that I posted, and on June 13th, I have a post on my Speak On Peace podcast Instagram saying that the first episode is completed. And it, it will be released the following day. And then I also went into my stories. And the first date I posted on my uh, Speak One Peace podcast Instagram and my stories was June 14th. Saying that episode was released. And so once I figured out all of this, I was like, okay, so did I release on June 8th? And, and just started, um, I just started, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? I just started promoting it on, on June 14th for some reason. And so I couldn't figure that out. But I um, just was delving deeper into it. And I started seeing June 14th more. And so when I put together the fact that my first uh, first post in my Instagram stories on my Speak My Peace podcast Instagram was on June 14th. And then my post on, in combination with my post on June 13th, saying that, the um, first episode was being re- released the next day, and I posted this on June thirteenth. I took instant, so I can still be wrong in the date that I recorded this podcast, um, or the date that the first episode was released. But because those dates seem to be consistent, I'm gonna go with that. And also, I think on my personal Instagram account, also uh, had the same date of the first date. Release date of my podcast was June 14th. So we're going to go with this date moving forward. 
And the reason why I'm pissed off about myself is because I haven't been going live since I moved to my new apartment. Just because I, I don't have the setup yet to go live as far as like the, the lighting, the sitting situation, the way I set up my mic and all that stuff. So I've been refraining from going live. So for this special episode, I thought it was a two year anniversary of the Spingle Peace podcast. And I decided to go live. So like I built up this whole episode of the two year anniversary and I was wrong. I was off by a whole three weeks, so my apologies. Uh, thank you all who did tune in, and thank you all. I, I got a couple messages of people saying, you know, congratulations on the two-year anniversary, and, you know, supporters of the Speaking Peace podcast, so I definitely appreciate y'all for that, but I was wrong, <laughs> and I'm sorry for misleading y'all, so we definitely going to get this right now. Um, I, I did update my uh, calendars to, to read June 14th as an actual uh, anniversary date. So we're definitely going to get this uh, settled. And next year, we're going to have, for the third year anniversary, we're definitely going to celebrate correctly on the correct day. I'm not sure if that's actually a Thursday, which is a release day on my podcast. But if it is, it, it would be great. If it's not, then so be it. But shout out to y'all. And even getting into that last episode, you know, I spoke a lot about just my journey in the podcast. And one major thing I, 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 I forgot to really detail and i might have detailed it and i might have just forgot i detailed it but was just the overall message in me bringing up my journey is i wanted to the the reason why i i I detail my journey and detail what kept me going on the podcast is because i wanted to encourage my listeners to chase your dreams Chase your gut, chase your heart whatever the case may be If, if you if you feel strong enough about something then act upon it um, and that, that was the underlying theme of that episode. And I feel like I missed that a lot. And for those of you who, who are frequent listeners of the podcast, I, I've said this time and time again, that this podcast started off as just a hobby because I had free time in the summer. It is something that I picked up as I continued to record because I felt like it was a release. And with that, I understood just more into the reason why I can continue to go on is because I develop a strategy, I develop a plan, and none of this is written down, and, and I should definitely write it down to detail it, but mentally, I started, I shifted my gears in how I approached this podcast. I went from, you know, I got something to say, I want to record it, and I want to put it down, to, okay, now I got something to say, now I need to develop a theme, now I need to develop a, a, uh, a logo, a cover. Um, now I need to develop uh, intro music. Now I need to develop a, re- a release schedule. Now I need to develop how I'm gonna cover these topics and what topics I want to cover. Um, what topics I want to touch upon and, and things like that. And so that was or should have been the main purpose of that episode was just encourage my listeners. If you feel strongly about anything, no matter what it is in life, go for it. Well, before you go into it, just make sure that you're well prepared. And how you prepare for something is to find examples. Find if, if somebody else is doing what you plan on doing. Um, find find people who you may align with. Find people who you may look up to. Find people who may be inspirations to you, so that you can have an example of what to go. Not to copy or not to mimic, but just so you can have a, a basis of what you should be doing and what you should be attacking. Um, so definitely find inspiration. Secondly, strategize it. Strategize what you want to execute. Strategize your reasoning. Strategize the theme, the underlying theme of what you want to do. 
and and plan that out and then execute it. And then once you finally, you know, put your to put your feet to the pavement, stay a student. And what I mean by stay a student, and that phrase is like bad English. Um, but what I mean by that is is continue to learn. Because if you don't continue to learn, you're not gonna progress. And if you don't progress, there's like literally no reason for you to pick up something new because now you're just like jumping out there doing something new and you have no intentions of progressing in that. You want to stay where you're at. And that is like just basically just a, like a dog chasing his tail. You're going to be running around in circles. Um, so definitely, definitely always, always be willing to, to learn. Um, that was really it in regards to what I had in, in that last episode. But I, I'm definitely mad at myself for forgetting or not even knowing the actual release date of the first episode of the Speak One Peace podcast. Um, but again, thank you all for your continued support. Even if we are over the actual anniversary, um, I, I definitely appreciate you all. And that it that has not gone unnoticed. Continuing on this path of recapping things um, this past weekend or this past week, uh, Gavin Newsom, the mayor or governor of California, has basically reissued lockdown in the state um just because of how bad the cases in, in the state in the state have got just how bad the fatalities in the state has gotten in, in regards to covid19 and also just the the irresponsibleness of the residents of the state um i'm on record initially saying that i think i said that I thought that this would be over at least by early July, mid July, and a lot of that hoping that it was early by hoping that it was over by early July was just my selfishness. Is because my family um, always link up around that July, early July time frame. Just because obviously it's July Fourth of July, uh, and and people are, are are getting those holidays days off, and so we always usually link up around that week or that weekend just because of that's like the one time of the year other than the winter holidays to where we're all off and we can all convene in one place and so selfishly i wanted that to be the date that this is all ended obviously we are here july 15th and this is not ended and we're regression and the reason for that being is just people being irresponsible and people being stupid we have idiots in in california um that are protesting that were protesting in march or April um, for the counties to be back open so they can go to the hair salons and to the barbershops and to the bars, whatever the case may be. We have those same idiots in that same place in California, which is the OC, that are protesting schools um, to reopen when they were originally scheduled to reopen prior to COVID uh, happening. And we have those same idiots out there protesting that kids are allowed to go to school without masks. I understand that people don't want to believe this thing is real and I understand how easy it is to believe that when you don't have someone close to you or someone next to you um, who contract the virus um, even the people who, who are totally against this and totally don't believe about anything about the virus um, even if they do have people next to them that may catch the virus and may contract the virus they still don't believe it because they don't they believe it's a hulk so they believe it's something else and that people are, are going to hospitals i'm not here to 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 reroute conspiracy theorists i'm not here to to change the thinking of people i'm just here to say that this thing is real 
no matter what you say, no matter what beliefs you have, there is something out there that that is killing people. And a lot of these people are dying by common things. So for state officials and governor officials to to be out here giving you the steps to protect yourself and your loved ones um, so that you don't contract whatever you may believe is out there or whatever you may believe or not believe is out there. They're not in the wrong for that. Like, I don't understand how someone could be in the wrong for giving you tips on your bet, the betterment of yourself and your loved ones. And a lot of people, you know, and it's not just California, it's other states doing it as well, that is going against the government, going against the state officials because they don't believe that they should be on lockdown. They don't believe that certain businesses should be shut down. And they believe it's a bigger agenda for this whole uh, countrywide lockdown. And the reason why people believe this and the people why the reason why people continue to go down these path is because the guidance of this country is none. We have an idiot in office number forty five who is the by far the most idiotic, moronic, ignorant person. I'm not gonna say the most, one of the most idiotic, moronic, ignorant person I've ever heard of leading this country and that idiot who has no scientific knowledge no medical history no medical knowledge no common sense no common knowledge no anything we have this idiot leaving the country leading this country and dispelling everything treating a global health pandemic as if it's a rumor telling people certain things are not true telling people to do sniff uh i forget what the hell he was telling people to sniff and all this other stuff that is going on. And so when you think about that, and you think about that idiot leading the country, and you think about the trickle-down effect it have on the people who help put this idiot in their office, when you think about the people who support this idiot, um, when you think about the people who are, you know, within his cabinet, and you think about things like that, that is the main reason why we are regressing in this country. Because we see other countries. We see Italy. We see China. We see uh, countries within Europe. We see them starting to re-back, uh, reopen. And those were the countries that first got hit. Like this thing called COVID-19 has been going on since 2019. We really, It really just became a big thing in the United States around February, March. Because that's when the country got shut down was mid-March. But... This thing has been going on for nearly a year now because we're, we're, by tomorrow, we're going to be in fall. So when you think about the fact that this has been going on for a year and we have countries who have progressed within that year and then you see us steadily regressing. That all go back to the guidance that 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 are that is passed down in this country and also goes back to what people choose to believe and the people who people uh, choose to support. And that is the reason why we're aggressing. And I'm not going to stay on this for too long. But this thing is out there. And this thing is true. And this thing is happening. And originally, I thought that this was going to end late June, early July, mid-July. Obviously, that's not happening. We're in mid-July. And California just got shut down again after being on the right track of reopening for the past three weeks. So, I don't know what the... Uh, I don't honestly don't know what's going to happen. Because... I feel like not just residents of California, but I feel like citizens in this country are just fed up and are tired of being in the house. Like you have people like me who 
who have abided by the rules of social distancing, who has for the past four months, you know, stayed in the house like this past weekend and a weekend beyond that. Uh, this past weekend and weekend be- before that was literally like the first weekend I was really able to like sit with my family and, and, and kick it with them. Um, not really going against social distancing guidelines because I, I feel like I still adhere to those those same guidelines that I, I heard to um, prior to this month. But you have a person like me who like felt like the best I, I've done my best that I can for the past four months to make sure that I'm not putting my people in harm's way. And then I finally get to see them for like two weekends. And now this country is regressing and now I'm, I'm, I'm in a predicament. Like, do I could since I'm already started seeing them again, do I continue to do it? Or do I also put myself back in the same predicament I've been in for the past four months of not seeing people to protect them? And it's just like it's a weird place to be in. It's a weird space to be in. But because it's a country that we're in, people will continue to like rebel against simple health guidances, proper health guidances, uh, correct health guidances. Because people want to rebel against that. It's like. I'm going to continue to suffer because I can't control the country. I can can't control the person next to me. But this is where we are, and people want to continue to 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 listen and go against the guidance that that are uh, that are given. And that's really all I want to talk about COVID. I, I feel like I spent too much time on that. One of the main topics that we need to continue to speak on that I'm going to continue to speak on is this Breonna Taylor. Um, this the murder of Breonna Taylor's the murderers of Breonna Taylor are still not arrested. There's been three months and one of the uh I don't know how to label them. One of the idiots that that was in, involved in the murder and the slaying of Breonna Taylor got fired. But what I mean the reason why I say I got fired is because he's still employable. He can go to another he can go to another station and get hired. Um, two of them, they were like suspended, I think. I don't know what the case may be, but the fact of the matter of the case is that her murderers are still roaming this country free. No arrests have been made. No charges have been brought upon them. Nothing. They, they literally walked into someone's house and took a young woman's life. And they're still walking around. I don't know if, it, if it's because she was a woman. I don't know if it's because we haven't seen video. But the fact of the matter is that these savages are still roaming this earth free of any arrests, free of any indictments, free of any charges. I don't even know if they, if they are even considered as suspects. I haven't really followed that, but... I mean, I don't know, man. Fact of the matter is that they're still out there. And so I'm glad that people will continue to apply this pressure and get them arrested. I don't know how long it's going to take. It's taking longer than it has in in previous instances like this to where, you know, charges were being brought against people who, you know, took someone's life, especially an unarmed person, uh, a defensive person. Um, this is taking much longer than probably more people who are uh, who are aligned with getting them arrested uh, are expecting. But this is where we're at. And the irony is all in all this is yesterday 
protesters in Louisville, Kentucky, protested to bring awareness to the fact that her murderers are still out there free. And during a protest, they marched to the home of Kentucky's uh, attorney general. And these protesters marched to the home of this attorney general and stood or sat in the lawn of this attorney general's home and literally did all this to make sure that the right people were seeing this, make sure that the right eyes and had the right um, exposure and that this story was still prevalent because, you know, we've seen in media, you know, for one week, you know, we may see continuous stories about Breonna Taylor, but then that dwindles down when another one happens or something else happened. And the main reason why it happened is because she's a woman. It's, it's two things, because she's black and because she's a woman. But mainly because she's a woman, there's there's like a dwindle down in the the um, continu- continued exposure of her story. I'm not. I'm not saying this to to compare and contrast the 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 slayings of unarmed black people, but that is just how this patriarchal country and this patriarchal society uh, operates. And so, that is the main reason why those murderers have not been arrested. But that's the main reason why we may see uh, a dwindle down in this message being being uh, spread across. But we as civil human beings need to continue to make sure that this is on the front line make sure that we we speak about it on social media make sure that we speak about it in conversations and past conversations make sure we do our research to see how we can support to get these idiots charged because this is important like there her mother had to deal with the fact that her child was killed in her home while she was asleep and it was justified because of a fucking no knock warrant that should have been outdated and outlawed in every single state in this country. Well, because it wasn't, it was justified. And there's more things that go. I, I, I've been reading other things about it. I know her mom spoke about the fact that she believed her her daughter was murdered because of a. Um, Ongoing justification uh, process that's going on in, in Kentucky and in Louisville, Kentucky. I haven't read too much into it, but I, I read it at the surface, and I'm definitely gonna get deeper into that. But it's like a lot of just nasty things when you think about the fact that these three men walked into this young woman's house as she was sleeping and opened fire on her, and then had the nerves to arrest her boyfriend for protecting himself and his 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 girlfriend like i don't i don't know i don't get it i don't i don't i don't see why this is taking so long i know i just said because she's a woman and america tends to not care about women especially black women but it's just it's mind-boggling to me and the reason why and i kind of got off topic the reason why i brought up, brought up the protesters is because the the irony in all this is because all these protesters went to the attorney general house to to bring awareness to the fact that these these murderers need to be arrested and these protesters got arrested for protesting um 87 people got arrested for protesting uh 
most notable the people who were arrested was obviously the the rapper from Houston, Trader Truth, who has been on the front lines for many years within the, against uh, social injustice and, and, and racism. Um, Tamika Mallory, who names every time we see social injustice brought up, uh, inflicted upon black people and minorities, we see her on the front lines every time. Um, she was arrested. Uh, young rapper YBN Corday was arrested. It was a bunch of other uh, notable names out there amongst the people that was protesting. But it was just like the the irony and the stupidity for the state and the city of Kentucky, the state of Kentucky, and the city of Louisville, to have these people arrested for protesting is 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 mind blowing. It's baffling. It's like here we are protesting the fact that. You are dragging your foot on even not even arresting them. You're dragging your foot on bringing charges against these murderers. But you have the nerve to arrest me for sitting on your lawn and refusing to get off your lawn. And then have the nerve to charge these people with with uh, intimidating, intimidating a, a, a participant in a legal process, uh, disorderly conduct and criminal trespassing. How the hell are you going to charge protesters with criminal trespassing for sitting on the lawn, not for damaging your, maybe sitting on the lawn is damaging your lawn, but that's like to a, a minuscule degree, uh, for sitting on your lawn, not doing anything, not damaging your home, not burning your lawn, not ripping up your grass, literally sitting on the lawn in unison, protesting the fact that you have not arrested these fucking idiots who barged in this woman's home as she was asleep. And murder her. The irony and the stupidity in the Attorney General of Kentucky to have these people arrested and then upgrade the charges to felony charges. This is the same person. I don't know if you all follow uh, social media. Um, this is Attorney General's black, and there was pictures posted. That you know, within the time, because remember, Breonna Taylor was a story that really was on the wraps, or not on the wraps, but it wasn't really broadcasted until like two months after she was actually murdered. We didn't find out about it until two months later. Not that we didn't find out about it, but it really didn't reach a national level until two months later. And so, this idiot was celebrating the engagement and celebrating a birthday or something. He was on the beach celebrating something, but dragging his foot on bringing charges to these murderers. I can't wrap my mind around like even as a human being, how do you how do you how do you live with yourself? How do you sleep at night? And that is the under that's another underlying problem with this country that we have evil, nasty, inhumane people in this country, and that's why we continue to see instances to where unarmed black people are getting murdered, uh injustices are being inflicted upon people of color. Like, that's the reason why we keep seeing things like this. The, we, that's the reason why we have a government putting young brown kids in cages and literally just fucking letting them die. Not caring about them. Not letting them do simple things like use a restroom or feeding them properly. Give, first of all, that's not even the case. Like, fuck giving them restrooms and feeding them properly. They shouldn't be there in the first place. So I'm not even going to get into all that. We have a fucking government. And excuse my language for my listeners. I I, I know I don't cuss a lot. I, I cuss every now and then. But this is just like literally the only way I can really, I feel like, get my point across is to 
<laughs> use that type of language. But this is like this this is it's mind blowing. And before I get into anything, I want to speak on the topic of death. And I don't want to speak on I don't want to dwell on this too long. I do want to say rest in peace and, and prayers out to the family of Naya Rivera, uh, the late Glee actor. Um, for those of you who don't know the story about Naya Rivera, she took her she took her son out on the lake um, a week or so ago. And while they were out in the lake, I think they got out to take a swim in the lake. And I believe that the current was like dragging her son. And so she, you know, did what any parent would do. She saved the life of her child and sacrificed her own. And unfortunately, you know, the the in the lake that she was in and I showing the current was she was presumed to have drowned and died, but for a week no one they could not find her body. And I think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday they finally found her body. Um I couldn't imagine having to deal with that, um, just knowing that your loved one may have passed away and you literally don't know where their remains are. Um, it's probably at the bottom of a lake somewhere and no one can find it. And it's like a multi-day search going on. So obviously it just doesn't bring closure to her family, but I hope that this, this, this helps in the, in the beginning of a healing process. Like I hope that you're, they're never going to be at peace, but I hope that that's like something I can't even like I can't even say there's something positive. I can't say nothing about it. Because I'm just I'm just glad that they were able to find her body and that the family uh, could possibly send her off correctly and see her for one last time. Because that is devastating. Um, just getting back to these idiots, and I'm gonna close that out with the Brianna Taylor. Is that shout out to everybody on social media who continue to press the issue. Shout out to those who were in Louisville, Kentucky, on the front lines protesting. Um, I hope that this instance applies some pressure. But I hope this inspires more people to actually get out there and protest uh, against this as well, because this instance and this situation, these people who who took this young woman's life, they need to be held accountable for their actions. You can't walk in anyone's house and just shoot and kill them and then be able to, to walk around free for three months. That is that is absurd to me. So once again, rest in peace to, to Naya Rivera, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. I hope that there is justice brought upon those those savages who who inflicted I don't know I don't know what the purpose was, but I hope that it is brought upon those who 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 took your life. Um next thing I want to get into, I really want to get into this Nick Cannon um CBS thing, but I really don't have too much information in regards to like the knowledge. But basically for those of you who don't know, Nick Cannon was released from CBS or Viacom CBS uh, this morning following recent statements he made on a podcast or quote unquote anti-Semitic statements he made on a podcast, uh, I believe like a week ago, and they terminated their relationship with him. I'm not going to get too deep into it because, again, I don't know the backstory to it. I tried to I saw the, the a, a small clip, but I want to see the whole entire podcast within itself so that I can. um. So that I have context in what I'm talking about. And because I don't have that context, I can't speak about it. But he was fired. And to me, it, it seems kind of weird. But Nick Cannon is somebody who I think for the most part was looked at as a comedian, who looked at as somebody funny. And he has made a complete I think he still looked at as that type of person. 
But the things that he is also bringing awareness to and the things that he is putting on the forefront, it definitely doesn't, it's not going to notice. Nick Cannon is one of those important voices for us black people uh, in 2020. And I hope that we continue to champion him. I hope that we champion him even more now that he has a big corporation uh, against going against him. Um, definitely wish Nick Cannon continued success. But that's definitely not to go and notice what Nick Cannon has done within his 20, I think like 20 plus year career. Um, even be- before this shift, um, what he was doing besides that is like he's he's had a great career. So huge shout out to Nick Cannon. I'm definitely going to get into that a later time. Another thing I want to cover, NBA is quote unquote back next week. Teams have started reporting to the are arriving at the bubble in Orlando um, as they pre- prepare to, to re- restart this NBA season, this 2020 NBA season. I spoke my piece about this whole restart. I think it's stupid. I don't think we need it. I think they are jeopardizing people's lives. But they're moving forward with it. And I told you all how I feel about it. I think that they're going to cancel it last minute or it's going to start and then they're going to cancel it. Um, but for what it's worth, it's on track to restart Teams have started arriving. Um, we seen the social media posts when they first got there. The the nasty, not the nasty, but the childlike elementary field trip snacks that they were being served for dinner. Um, players being sent home for testing positive once they arrive. Players having to arrive and stay in their in their basically stay in their hotel rooms for the first two weeks. Um, it's been a lot of stuff going on, but one of the most notable things that I saw was uh, Russell Westbrook testing positive for COVID nineteen. Um, I hope that I hope that one I hope it's be recovering on his behalf so that he can get out there with his team should this thing start back up. But also just like the weirdness around this whole restart situation. Like I saw something recently saying that it. ABC and ESPN are planning on rolling out trailers for big movies, uh, big Marvel movies during this restart. And it makes me seem like, for one, I already had the, the thought in my head that the reason why they was doing this is because of money. Obviously, the NBA is going to miss a lot of money if you forego 20 plus games and a playoff. That's a lot of money to be missing out on. And so when you think about that in combination with the fact that, you know, there's a there's a great need for sports. I feel like they were just capitalizing on something that a lot of people felt like they needed. And so when you think about things like that and you put those two things together, that was one of my reasons why I felt like we didn't really need the NBA season because I felt like it was more about um, it was more about capitalism than it was about actually caring about those uh, the, those athletes. But we are here now, and and it's set to start next week. I think is is when the scrimmages are going to begin, and the following week is when the games are going to begin. So we're going to see how that's going to ways. But I still I still believe what I believe in regards to the restarts. It's either going to be canceled last minute, or it's going to be canceled after a couple games played because they realize that this this idea of this bubble is stupid. And that's all I have to say about the NBA. Last and not least, before we get out of here. Um, Versus one of my favorite versus, my, I believe is going to be my favorite versus battle. I'm speaking to us. This is right now is Stu Dog versus DMX. This is happening on Wednesday. I don't know what day Wednesday is, but it's happening next Wednesday. Um, this episode releases on Thursday, so that means a week after 
this episode releases. Um, Snoop Dogg versus DMX, the Battle of the Dogs, is being titled. I don't know. I don't. I don't have a horse in the race for this. For this one, um, I've had. I've picked winners in previous battles, but for this one, I, I don't know. I think about DMX first two albums. I think about DMX's career. I think a lot of people sleep on DMX and his mainstream success. No, 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 no. People don't sleep on DMX and his mainstream success. I think people sleep on DMX and his hits. I think Snoop Dogg is obviously the clear-cut favorite for a lot of people just because of how much visibility we have had of Snoop Dogg within his whole career. So a lot of people remember that. Obviously, Snoop Dogg has a larger catalog than DMX. But I don't think DMX is one to be messed with. I think that one of the key factors for these versus battles is energy. And I think that they provide two different energies. I think Snoop Dogg obviously is the 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 laid back energy that that he has that that West Coast demeanor that that West Coast OG demeanor. And then on the other end we have DMX, who has that OG West, uh, West Coast East Coast demeanor. And so his energy is more more vibrant than Snoop Dogg's laid back is. And so I think that's going to be definitely an interesting factor when we think about just how the fans react to it. But it's definitely I'm I'm definitely definitely I'm just I'm gonna stay with my coast. I'm gonna stay with the West Coast. I'm a big fan of DMX. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I know why I'm a big fan of DMX. I'm a big fan of Rough Riders. But I think Snoop Dogg just may have this just because of not only the span of his career across decades. I think his consistency across decades. DMX too has has had success in multiple decades. But I don't think DMX has been as consistent. So when we think about 20 songs, uh no nah, man, I'm not gonna choose. I'm I'm def- I'm not choosing, but I'm definitely gonna tune in and I know this is gonna be a great one. So tune in to that next week, uh Snoop Dogg versus DMX versus battle. That's really all I have for this week. I guess that was my what to watch. My what to watch for this week is to tune in to the Snoop Dogg versus DMX versus battle on the versus uh Instagram. Um my best kept secret for this week, we're gonna go with Shea Noir and Apollo Brown. Money orientated off of the As God Intended uh project. Once again, my best kept secret for this week is Shea Noir and Apollo Brown money orientated. That's the speaking on peace podcast for this week. Once again, thank you all for always tuning in. Um hopefully I'm able to re- retain your listenership. And tune in next week. Next week we got a great Great. No, no, no. I'm not going to say next week. Tune in to the next episode. Because um, I don't know when I'm going to release the next episode. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Um, but tune in to the next episode. We definitely have a great episode lined up. We got something, something special lined up for y'all. So once again, my best kept secret for this week is Shade Noir and Apollo Brown, Money Orientated. That's the Speaking Peace Podcast. I'm out. But I watch TV. And I see all them people in all them fine homes they live in. And all them nice cars they drive. And I get all full of ambition. And you tell me what I'm supposed to do with all this ambition I got. Uh. Uh-huh. 
Yo, look, paper chase the money, but never pray for money. Only pray for wisdom, cause nobody can take that from me. You can always tell the niggas who ain't used to making money. Cause them niggas annoying when they finally start making money. Y'all taking pictures of stacks, that's what y'all want me to see. I can count them stacks through this pick, that ain't no money to me. To make a hundred legally, that was my first big plan. I quit my job that next week, I made my first ten bands. Crewing niggas who use triggers just to stop the bullshit. You gon' need God to save your life, cause the doctors couldn't. That tough shit don't mean nothing when they cock and pull it. Toughest nigga in the world still couldn't box a bullet. Yo, I got family that's behind walls and they caved down, went in the Christian. Now it's our law when he pray now. That's when I realized yelling death is where this money don't matter. Can't buy my way into heaven when he judging me after, huh? But I seen guys, people sell their soul for you Good girls turning to strippers on poles for you You a poor man's dream, but they tie you to evil That's what Christ told disciples in the Bible they teach you He tried to give advice to his people Compared a rich man to a camel through the eye of a needle You only live once, but if you live it right, it's a sequel I felt trapped, but this money make my life feel like freedom You put all the clothes on my back with designer labels Five-star meals, sitting on my plate, you help me by the table You feel like heaven on earth It's hard to leave you, but I got to Cause my father gon' expect me in church Granny said you can't grow money on trees from the earth But if you could, then that explains why I eat bit it first That's when I realized yelling death is where this money don't matter Can't buy my way into heaven when he come for the rapture, uh. Mom and